Hello, 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 you lovely, lucky people. Welcome back to another episode of the Hurtwood Muse podcast. <gasps> There's a plane. Oh, someone's mum's come to pick them up early. We are going to talk to a whole range of students and teachers at Hurtwood House for the Muse podcast this week. Uh, it's all about the A1 play, the director, the doctor and the dead, dead dog, which was written by ex-Hurtwood student Olive Bown uh, and directed or co-directed by our director in residence, Andy Johnson, and an A1 student, Archie Elliott. Um, I spoke to Olive back in... When did I speak to Olive? It was quite a while ago. So Olive uh, Olive did English at Hurtwood and... Um, I don't think I was ever her teacher directly, um, but uh, yeah, a lot of involvement um, with her writing and stuff back in the day. Um, I spoke to her in January of this year, 2023, I think, about the process of composing this strange and interesting play for the cast of the A1 Players at Hood House, which is something that she did in collaboration with Andy. Um, I also spoke to a few of the cast members while they were in rehearsal, and I spoke to um, Archie while he was helping out during rehearsals, and Andy while he was helping out during rehearsals as well. It was a really interesting process. I massively enjoyed going to see the play. They asked me to write a little bit of a blurb for the flyer, which I did, which was kind of a bit of nonsense and kind of fun. Um, it's a brilliantly, endlessly self-referential, self-mocking, self-decoding bit of kind of cod philosophy and misquotation. Um, it's funny. It's it's in the best sort of slapstick intellectual style of um, mid-century playwrights like Beckett. Um, and you think maybe it's going to be kind of a bit snooty and a bit kind of up itself, but then it, it kind of deconstructs its own mechanisms and, and you realise that that actually it, it, all of the jokes and all of the mockery is already there. And, and yeah, it's a really, really entertaining, really intelligent piece of writing. And not least of which, when it was finally on the ground and, and launched in March, the actors did such a fabulous job. It was so funny and so tender and so moving. The speech at the end, oh, it was an absolute peach. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, hopefully they'll be recording it somewhere. So anyway, this is all about... The A1 play written by ex-Hertwood student Olive Bound, the director, the doctor and the dead, dead dog. We hope you enjoy it. Until next time, folks, please keep listening to the Muse podcast. Bye! Are you taping this meeting? Maybe. Oh. Ah, you made some little things, have you? Fifteen pounds. It's an original. Come on. Fifteen pounds of what? Raw mints. There's some horses just <laughs> driven by down there. I can get about fifteen pounds of meat. Horse meat? Horse meat. Horse poo. I, want to I make, wouldn't eat it. I want to make lasagna, so horse meat. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hi guys. 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 Use of the word guys. One. It's American. Two. Assume to a male. Three. 
Sounds like older guys trying to sound young. Wow, that's so true. That's so frank. Okay, I feel exposed. Well, well Sirius is the dog star, which is part of uh, the constellation of Canis Major. And that is not in the army type of major. That's like meaning big, which it, it, it's Dutch. It's Dutch. Canis is Dutch for dog. That's where we get the word canine from. And then major is uh, obviously the, the, the rank of the dog in the army of the dogs. That's what the play's about. That and pseudo-intellectualism, misquoting things, and uh, the revolution, rebellion of the youthlessness of the countryside, yeah? Uh, so, like, you know, not doing what you're told, basically. Basically, well, every student here will, uh, you know, will get that either because they didn't get it or they didn't want to get it. So you're, I mean, crikey! So you're almost done. Yeah, I know it's bizarre, but yeah, I am. <sighs> yeah, because that was that's right. Because your year was kind of upended by the start of the first lockdown, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So that so, actually that that period of time is almost exactly the beginning and the end. Of, of covid isn't it yeah exactly because <sighs> i had a, a weird year 13 is it a2 yeah. yeah that was bizarre because we had to sort of suddenly leave and we didn't realize that that was the end of it but it was good because i had the um acting company stuff to do because i was helping ezra so i had stuff to do in lockdown which was amazing um yeah, yeah. and then yeah first year of uni was they tried to do it in person for a very short amount of time, but yeah. it was mostly online for the whole first year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really, really strange times looking back on it, even though yeah. it's only recent history. Um, what, have, what, have, what have you enjoyed about your English course at Bristol? What, what stuff have you enjoyed studying? Um, this year's definitely been the best. First year was good, but quite general. Um, and not general in the way I thought it would be. We weren't doing like these prolific works every single week. Some of them were quite rogue, um, but it was great. It was I'd read stuff that I didn't know of, which was great. Um, second year was good. Third year is definitely the best because um, we started picking our own modules and dissertation. Obviously, is totally up to you. I did a great James Joyce module last term. That was amazing. While I was writing the play, actually. Um, but yeah, it was great doing... We spent like five weeks on Ulysses, which I've never spent that long on a text at uni, ever. The longest we've spent is two weeks. I, th I think part of the, the fun of him is the frustration. Like, he's... I feel like you can tell that he has quite a good time with what he's doing. So you sort of enjoy the humour of it a little bit more, even if you don't quite understand the humour all the time. This is kind of what I'm saying. There's a sort of like an essence of enjoyment in it by going, oh, you can tell that he sort of... He probably enjoyed people going, I'm not going to read that. That's it's too, been written by Olive me, Brown you know? without an R in it, obviously, because everyone says Brown, but it isn't. It's Brown without the R. And Olive is uh, now struggling, or not struggling, attempting to stay sane whilst writing her dissertion. Dis the, 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 the essay you have to write at the end of uh, Bristol, uh, the, not the bridge. The, the, the university suspension bridge obviously uh, not just a bridge bridge and then what happens then is 
Uh, in the middle of all that, she's written this play for us. And I just said, can you write something that we can just go a bit mad with? And she wrote it, and it was madder than I could even understand myself. So, yeah, it's sort of surreal and real. And uh, about the thoughts we have in our heads whilst we're talking and being normal, you know, but in our heads, all sorts of things are happening. Like blood's going round inside your head, brain impulses from your cyclops synapse, and then there's the, th the thinking bits, you know, and images. Every word is an idea, you know, so it usually comes as an image or a feeling, you know, like, for instance, candy floss. So when you get those, you know, and that's what one thing we're learning as actors is words aren't just sounds, they're ideas. They're how we communicate with each other. Nearly lost my accent then, didn't I? <laughs> uh, they're how we communicate with each other, but they're not just sounds, and that's a main thing for a young actor to pick up. Well, this is what they're all upstairs picking up right now. Yeah, picking up sounds and costumes. All right, have I finished my interview? Yeah. Right. This is, like, this is like uh, Hurtwood Theatre according to Philomena Kunk. <laughs> you, you might have to edit the bit about being nice to them <laughs> out, yeah? yeah. <laughs> okay, so it was Andy who came to me and said, are you interested in writing something um, to perform at Hurtwood? I was, of course, yes, I'd love to. Um, and it was pitched to me as something sort of absurdist, a bit comedic, whatever you want for the right sort of cast size, um, which was instantly like, right, okay, I've never written anything like this before, but that kind of took the pressure off a bit. It made it like I could really have fun with it. It wasn't going to be like something typically that I'd written. I'd not done it before, so it was, yeah, less pressure. Um, it sort of went down the like parody of school theatre route, the sort of tick box theatre you get in like exam settings, I suppose. Um, and it sort of became this like big parody of itself almost. Um, and it's, I was also doing a lot on, um, I mean, to be honest, I think some of the literature I've spoken about is, is even in the play referenced. Um, so I was thinking a lot about the theory of impersonality thing. Um, and sort of going, that's a bit silly. Um, obviously, there's a lot more nuance to it. But um, So I think there's sort of me doing that, kind of saying that that can't be the case by like informing it by what I've read. So it sort of became this like absurdist curation, I suppose, of references with um, like parody, a bit of meta-theatricality, and then sort of like generally taking the mick a bit. It's really exciting. I mean, like, um, well, I it's think very it's different funny from acting if, in it. You only, um, can you reverse in that? It's nice because so, I've done quite so a few sort of performing stuff there, here at Harvard so mm. far, but they've all been very musical theatre, very dance-based performances. The concert, a lot of stuff for Dance Company, and then the musical, larger than life in a very musical theatre. That show performance style. But it's nice of doing something a lot more contained, a lot more sort of connected to and English, and a lot of referencing, a lot of history and philosophy as well. So it's nice of actually coming in not just a creative point of view, but also slightly academic viewpoint. I've done a lot of yeah, just research, get some research and stuff that I can then implement 
through sort of my world um, and trying to sort of find well, ways to sort of well, we did like this the whole almost time we're uh, doing our uh, uh, obviously in the house sort of yeah. mini story sort of put my hand up and say by the way this means that or just to give the actors and sort of a greater sort of I'm so busy. I think it's sort of Andy, do your thing. Also, Andy's sort of great at taking something that's a bit weird and running with it. So that's why it's such a treat to write for Andy because I could sort of do anything and he'd be like, yeah, well, that's good. Because um, he'd, he'd make it good in his own way, you know. Um, but yeah, we're, we're still like corresponding about maybe changes that we can do but I've, I've said it's edited by Andy because we had a call and he had loads to add um I think you can see some of the Andyisms in there if you look through it um but yeah he's great at sort of sprinkling a bit of humor in so yeah it was it was a little it was yeah some of the ideas are Andy's as well I've yeah, definitely put a lot of work yeah. Yeah. rather than just, just doing the place you've learned yeah. the skills. I've tried yeah. to learn to like go for it a bit more yeah. and like be a bit more exaggerated and not be so scared yeah. or embarrassed. Because he's definitely talking a lot of good. working with others as well. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I had a lot of new things. Yeah. 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 Okay, talk to me about the director's monologue. It's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> Steady, Ellie. Come on, we know about your, we know about your cough. Come on, calm down. <laughs> Calm down. And you can still you can talk about it in quite veiled terms, okay. though. You don't have to reveal it's any very, trade secrets. Um, <coughs> cliche, and it's quite a. Uh, it's like a workshop. It's like a workshop. It's like an embodiment. It's taking the piss, basically, <laughs> out of acting companies. So do it. it oh, okay. Are you anxious about it then, because it's a bit close to, what. Uh, the other stuff that's going on in school. I think it's just quite showing. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. What What about the rest of you? Other bits where you're like. Probably the very end bit where the dog is born. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> the birth sequence. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Birthing on stage. <laughs> okay, yeah, always going to be tough. Yeah. So how have you prepared for that? Have you been watching well, lots of episodes of Cool Midwife and stuff Absolutely like that? Absolutely not. Yeah, no? Okay. <laughs> no. It's very, um... It's quite... It's not... Ab- it's not... Ab- it's not yeah. Um, yeah. accurate. Right, okay. Interpretation. Not concrete. No. Okay. I wouldn't say there's any biological yeah. Yeah. <laughs> truth in it. And what about the funny stuff, like... How, uh, where, what have been the, the it's funnest It's very bits funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. Like, inevitably. Inevitably. Yeah. Misquotes. Yeah, there's a lot of misquoting. Yeah. Like, okay. Okay. Excellent stuff. Work. As an English teacher, you might be a bit like. Yeah, no, it's okay. I'll take the I'll take the joke. I'll take it on the nose. I feel like you might nose. not realise it until it gets told to you what's going on. Okay, okay. So it needs a little bit of ex- little bit of decoding, but I'm, I think you probably decode it as you go, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We do. Okay, that's fine. Just for the listeners at home. Yeah. Uh, what about the listeners who are in the shops? This is this is in the shops. Yeah, or you know, just walking around. Is it only for people who've got homes? Um, I was doing it every day when I was writing the play, but um, I think I think the the trick, weirdly for me, is don't make yourself do it. 
because I'll have an idea and I'll be obsessed with this idea and I'll be doing it instead of my uni work for three weeks and then I'll get bored and then I can come back to it because there's something productive there but like that's okay there's no pressure that's why I'm so lucky to have this because I've got uni on at the moment there's no pressure on the writing on the acting and everything so I can sort of do as I please which is very privileged and I know I can't do that for much longer but <laughs> with this this short that's being spoken about again it's super early but it's just sort of off the edinburgh play that never got to happen because this the, was this is the one that you were putting together with alice or am i imagining yeah that? it is alice yeah <coughs> yeah because we spoke um, about that i remember we, we had did it was on this podcast wasn't yeah. it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i totally remember yeah, um but it never happened so okay um that's because of it was because covid and then um it was really expensive to take it and we we did the fundraising for it but then um we sort of reimburse the money on the basis that we don't know if we can do it. So we gave it back to the people it came from. Um, and then, yeah, we've been, we all went to uni and some of the cast moved, well, one of them's in New York now, so it's pretty impossible. Um, but yeah, there's talk of coming back together this summer and doing something. Now that we're a bit older and probably a bit better at writing and acting, creating something a bit more current. It was so current as well, that play. It was very much of its time. There was a lot of referencing in it. I mean, like this one, I suppose. But um, more cultural, like, in the news. So we'd need to make it incredibly different, I think. But it's nice to come back to it. Would you like one? Oh, the chocolate yeah. marshmallows. I forgot to give them out oh, wow. to the kids at the weekend because we was rehearsing over the weekend, obviously. OK, full disclosure, uh, Muse people, I'm now being bribed with food. Chocolate. These look delicious. Did you make these? No, I bought them in, in Lidl. They actually look a little bit... Um... Yeah, yeah, they do, but don't let that word out on there. So that's what the play is about. And uh, it's been written by...